0: Greetings and salutations to our fine podcast audience. Welcome to episode 142.
1: We made it. There we As are.
0: always. Here we are. We're back. We got Ed, we got me, Jason, we got Nathan. Uh, we're all part of the teaching team here at Community Christian Church. And we're glad you're joining in with us. We're going to answer another question uh, here in just a few moments. We also have our wonderful producer, Charlie, is right behind hey, that camera. Charlie's carol. here. How you doing, Charlie?
1: Doing great.
0: He is doing great uh we've recorded we're, this is our third one to record today and
1: uh he is ready to go
0: he's ready to go he's like "Will y'all just get on with it be done with this thing so I he can understands eat. why bill walked out right. he, <laughs> he does <laughs> i've got a fresca now so i have ah, oh he a, a fresca good he for has you. a fresca He's God doing blessing. all right. I have a, a cherry Nathan Coke. also has a fresco. I, has think a fresco. Out. I think I'm out. And, oh, and, right. and I didn't... I, I hadn't said this, but uh, someone started putting uh, La Croix, uh, La Croix uh, in know. our uh, refrigerator here it. at the office. La Croix. La, is that how you say it? I that? don't know. It's that
1: sparkly water
0: that doesn't have I any I can promise
1: energy. you, whether it's in a language he doesn't speak or a language he does speak, he doesn't know how it's supposed to be, <laughs> <laughs> be pronounced. not sure.
0: He just says whatever he says. La uh, it sounds so much better when you say it that way, doesn't it? So, yeah, so we got we got some good drinks these days. I did so have I that did that have
2: one of those this week, and it's the papal moose flavor.
0: <laughs> I'm sure that's not no, how you say that either. That's probably not how you say it
2: either, but it was, it was really tasty.
0: I hear it's, a, it's supposed it's to be grapefruit, grapefruit, which I enjoyed. Okay. I, I like a good grapefruit. I'm going to have to look that up to see if grapefruit is also called papal mousse. That's the way it's on the can. And uh-huh. A person here that I respect
2: their opinion told me that's what that was. Mm.
0: All right. Well, we will respect their opinion. Yeah. So, and we I dare will, not say their name, though they no, they would never hear it <laughs> ever. <laughs> Let's see if uh, folks respect our opinions here <laughs> yeah. in just a few moments. Uh, like I said last week, when I was teasing this uh, episode, uh, that we had a question come in last minute, right before we headed into the studio to record. Uh, we record about two or three at a time. Uh, somebody sent this question in, and it's real straightforward. So I didn't even write it down. Oh. I know what it is. Say it. And so we're going to get after it. It's a little bit controversial, I bet, for some people. But that's okay. We're, Will we're okay. the Braves win the World Series? <laughs> I'm going to say no this year. Okay. Although right. it's going to. That's what I would have said last year. Well, that's why... <laughs> and But you know what? you got a really good chance of being right. Oh, because yeah. Because only one team wins. And it's really
2: hard to repeat. Really hard. So that's hard. not the
0: question. Go it's ahead. It's not the question. But we're just going to sit in the controversy here. for okay. a Okay. So here we go. The question is, an anonymous question came in right before filming time. Should a disciple of Jesus attend a same-sex wedding?
2: Well, in my response when Jason originally said that to me, and I'll just
0: say it out loud, was, are you invited are you invited are or you not invited? because if you're not invited that's easy yeah it's an easy weddings
1: are expensive and if they didn't invite you it was probably it's for not the
0: day where we just say hey everybody
1: wants to come come yes. that's not the way most
2: weddings are yes. so if you were invited you probably were carefully curated on their list of people they could afford to invite yes at that point i think okay i'll just say for me The loving thing to do for me, if a person included me on their list and I know how much it costs, is if I can come, I'm probably going. Mm. Mm
0: -hmm. And for me, the the thing I said following up with that is, you know, I think you said the right word, Ed, is what's the loving thing to do? Right. And um, I I assume when you ask that question, what you really want want to know is, because you know that for me personally, I, I have determined in my conscience that marriage is between one man and one woman. That's what I have biblically right. and in my conscience have determined for me personally. doesn't mean that there are other people in my life who I love dearly who have come to a different conclusion. Right. Sure. Even other followers of Jesus that I know right. who have come to another conclusion through their conscience and their study of the Scriptures. And so... I, I don't think it is a loving position to take for me to make a decision on whether or not I'm going to attend your wedding as to whether or not I agree with you on every single moral issue that exists in this
1: thing. Well, I well even it.
2: if
0: we just take the sexual part of yeah. it, of,
2: there are certainly heterosexuals that I have known yep. that have been living together for years, which the Bible would say is not the right way to start that relationship. Exactly. Uh, having sex, even having children before they're married, and then I get invited to that wedding, and I have gone to those weddings, so I don't know how I could decide to go to those weddings and not go to someone else who I also think, and I agree with you, man and woman. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, th- yes, I agree. All yeah. of that kind of, I don't know how I could do that. And the, okay, go ahead. All go ahead.
1: I was going to say was is I think, I would assume the reason you would say maybe I'm... I'm trying to imagine the scenario where I'm close enough to a person that, uh, just because I know several people are getting married right now, and all of them know how expensive it is, how they really have to whittle down Mm -hmm. the amount of people they invite. So I'm close enough to a person that they would invite me to their wedding, and I'm assuming maybe the reason is because I'm also a person, uh, well, I personally am, but I mean the person in this would be a person who would say, I I believe that marriage is between one man and one woman. I get invited to a same-sex marriage and I feel like I need to, like, maybe ex- like a sh- make a stand or make yeah. clear to these people I don't—I'm mm-hmm. not on the same page. My guess is if you have not already had that conversation, you're close enough, yeah. and they don't know what you think about the relationship— wow. Today is not the time to have that their, conversation. Their wedding
2: date or even leading up to it is not yes. the time. Or you you already are, they've it.
1: already made clear and they still have chosen to invite you means that at that point, what would not going do other than to say, I, I am putting something up between me and you at this point. So at that point, I would also agree. I would I would attend because there are other people in my life that I I don't think they have a Christian marriage by the nature of they are not believers, Mm -hmm. and they're people in my life, and they invite me to their their weddings, and I see marriage as a sacrament Mm -hmm. that is given by God to the church, that it is a way that we do this, and these are people who are getting married. They're not believers, so it also is not a Christian marriage in that sense, but I would attend the wedding as I love these people. This is an important day in their lives, and I want to be a part of that, so that's but, my only reason for bringing it up is if my reason to to not go would be to take a stand, this would well, not be the first day and, to have that conversation. And here's
0: what, and I'll play a little hypothetical here just for a second to, to make a, a bigger point. If I were a person who said, okay, I disagree with this relationship, with this marriage. I desire for that to change.
1: I really yeah. would desire
0: right. for that to change. Okay, let's say that you're that person. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying you are that. That's your take on it. I wanna see this different. Is your protesting by your not showing up, or at least making it known in a, some kind of public way, your disagreement with that, is that A, going to accomplish your goal of seeing that something change in that relationship, and B, is it truly the most loving thing to do? Because what you've probably done by taking that stand, as you just said, Nathan, mm-hmm if I choose this is the moment, I'm going to take my stand, what you have now run the risk of doing is you've probably brought distance in the relationship that you have with this person who loved you enough to invite you. And so now you've created some distance in that to where you probably have lost a little bit of credibility and a little bit of the right to then have any kind of influence on that person's life. So I, I think even if you're of that mind, you have probably done the opposite of what you would probably want to do. Again, not saying that that's what I think is the right thing to do uh, I, I, to take that stance on it. So for me, I are more
1: you're more poking I, holes in the idea of not of not going as a if you're doing this these, out of
0: pragmatism. Right. I think you just did the opposite. Right. You know. So you're so you're you're probably not even accomplishing what you want to accomplish, but. Setting that all aside, I go back to what you both have mentioned. Is I really do for me? I, I come to it comes down to what is the loving thing to do that fosters relationship between yeah. me and and this person. Because I think in the end, that's what matters over the long term. Whether I ever agree with anybody who gets married and the type of relationship that they have, I, I think what's most important throughout my lifetime is that. We continue to be in a loving relationship with each other. Yeah. And, and I think to take some kind of moral stand in that moment in a very, uh, and it's a very special thing in this person's life, is probably not honoring to them. And sure. I think in the end, it's not honoring God.
2: Well, and it, it's splitting hairs on a particular yes sin yes. that you, and I don't say that, I, I, I do believe Again, marriage is between a man and a woman, so I don't want you to take my quotes as saying that I don't think that. I'm just saying there are all kinds of things when I go to watch people in any kind of ceremony who I love that we all could go, well, that's not exactly right in their life, and that's not exactly right in their life, so Mm -hmm. maybe I'm letting them think I think it's okay for them to do these wrong things that are Mm -hmm. going on in their life that God doesn't think is okay. the other thing I was sitting here thinking, they began the question, "Should a disciple of Jesus?" Well, disciple just means I'm going to learn from Jesus to do what he did, and mm-hmm. so I'm sitting here thinking, can I think of an example in Jesus' life where he attended something of a public center that other religious people thought he shouldn't go to?
0: Sure. He went to Zacchaeus' at, house.
2: Yeah, he and goes Matthew's to Zacchaeus. House. And he goes to Matthew's house. In fact, at Matthew's house, they go, "Why do you hang out with these public centers?" And he goes, "It's not the well that need a physician." Yeah. I mean, that's his answer. Yeah. So if I'm going to be like my master, I have to think, are there places where there were public sinners that other religious people thought we shouldn't hang out with that Jesus decided to hang out with? And I go, well, yeah, I can think of those examples. Yeah, absolutely. And can I think of examples where Jesus decided to make a statement to public sinners to condemn them publicly? I can't. I I can think of times where he had private conversations, go and sin no more, mm-hmm. and I can think of places where he publicly condemned religious people for their hypocrisy. Mm-hmm.
1: Sure.
2: So, I don't know. I. It seems pretty clear to me that I think, following in the way of Jesus, if I get invited in today's culture where it is hard to whittle your list down, and by Nathan's criteria, they've already decided they know where I stand because I'm not making my first statement at their wedding. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Or they don't know. Or they don't, or they know. don't, That's don't not, know. Today's not today's the day. Today's not to have the day. And if
0: they don't know, and, and then this goes back to last week's podcast when we talked about giving a defense for your faith, if no one has asked you right. to give a defense, then for you to then offer that right. unsolicited right. is also not warranted yeah. or loving either. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah you've come in and you wanted to be a witness to them of the way of Jesus, and you either didn't know they were gay, or, and now you find out, and you don't say anything until the wedding day, right. or about the wedding, yeah. that doesn't seem like the right thing to do. Okay. You should have that conversation. So let's assume all those things we talked about are true. I, I, I think you go. But then again, it is, if you can't do it in faith, mm. if you can't do it with a clean sure. conscience, right. then the answer is you shouldn't do it. That's right. And... Then you have to have the con- tough conversation yeah. of why I just couldn't do it with a clean conscience. I still love yeah. you. There's probably ways you can have that conversation in it's a loving tough, way. It, yeah, yeah. But not to make a statement. It's yes. not to make a yes. statement. It's it's got to be a tough loving conversation where you say. Well, I that just, becomes
1: a difficult if that is something you feel like as a disciple of Jesus. It is my job to every possible. Sin or, or, you know, dip, turn away from God's will, I have to publicly call out. That's a tough standard to live by in in the majority of things. And I wouldn't even mm-hmm. say just in weddings and not even like, I just think, I think in, in every wedding I go to, I could probably find some reason to stand up and say, well, Absolutely. let me throw this out well, there. Well,
2: and I'll say 20 years ago, uh, maybe a little longer than that, when I first had the first. You know, uh, gay, lesbian people began to talk to me about church and how church treated them and how would we treat them and what could they do. And I would say things. They began to point out to me the hypocrisy of the church around heterosexual couples that weren't living up to the Right. And divorced couples, which the Bible has some things to say about that. Mm -hmm. And the hypocrisy they pointed out was right. It's right. They were crystal clear. They are. And so then I had to get really clear on, okay, they are reading the scripture. They're trying to figure things out, too. It's not just somebody trying to prove a point. Mm-hmm. So we have to, if you're going to be the police on one side, that's right. just the way I'll use it. If I'm going to take this one, you really need to be really clear that you're doing it on every kind of place, or then you're really just poking at somebody. Yeah. You're, you're, you've decided this person, for whatever reason, because you don't like what they do, is different than other people who clearly are also violating God's standards. Mm. You know, that's a tougher thing. But and I, I don't know why people, I didn't see it until, again, a very loving uh, person who was in that situation pointed it out to me. And yeah. I've, I've been thankful for them since. It helped, It has helped me take a speck out of my eye, or mm-hmm. a log, mm-hmm. whichever one side of that yeah. you want to be on, that I did not know was there. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, we waded into the controversy.
2: We're we're. I'm okay confident we did not get out of it. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure. I bet we have waded in. Who knows? Burn.
0: We might get other questions after out of this. We might get comments. Out. That's fine. And That's right. We welcome that. And you know, if, if there's you know good criticism that you can pull, point our way, uh, we will help us we, understand we help better and understand it. And we will listen. And uh, I'm we're, I'm not above correction. Yeah, that's I don't right. think either one of these guys are either yeah. We're just trying, like I said I say this at the beginning of every podcast We're trying to live in our world Think about our world Respond to our world in a Jesus-centered way And that's what we try to do through everything And the way of Jesus Has to be love Above all the other things yeah, and, and that's we're- what we're trying to do
2: if we're off track, then in community, come and bring, come bring some correction. Help us understand better. That you know, we're okay with that, and we'll love you too. That's exactly right. <laughs> Let's just have a
0: conversation about it. That's right. So, all right. So, if you have any other things, follow up questions, anything else, and uh, you haven't never sent us a question, it's in the description. There's a link right there. You click it. You can send it. You can put your name on it if you want, and we'll. We'll talk directly to you, or you can just send in a question anonymously. We will always do our best uh, to lovingly answer the questions you guys send. So thanks. Thanks for sending that in. Thanks for entrusting us with that question. Yep. That, that always means a lot to me, at least, when I read a question that I know someone cared enough about to entrust to us to, to give what what God we think God's doing right now within us and within our community and uh, in this world. So thanks for that, and we will see you next week.